Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. I am simply excited to be here with you today. And yes, this is our very first episode of um, Mindful Moments podcast. <laughs> so welcome into the room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, you know, we're going to just be talking about a few things today related to some of the topics that we will have here on Mindful Moments podcast. And we are simply excited to be here. Um, so let me start by saying that um, this is something that, you know, I have been asked to do time and time and time and time and time again. And here we are finally ready to do it. And so I'm so excited. Yes, I'm going to play with the mic just a little bit. Um, I did practice before just to make sure that everything was good and ready to go. Um, but y'all know how I go on the first episode of your podcast. So I just want to be real and transparent today. Um, I want to welcome you into the room. I want to create this space with you all where you know, you feel welcome where you feel like, you know what, I can ask Dr. Watts anything that it is that I want to ask her. Um, and knowing that she will address all of the things and much more. So thank you for being here with me today. Um, the plan is to kind of go live on Sundays right now. That may change because many of you know um, that I am a mental health therapist. But let me go ahead and introduce myself before we get started, because some people don't know me. We are broadcasting live on many platforms, and um, I just want to make sure that we are, you know, certain and sure about um, that people know me <laughs> and that you feel welcome when you step in here. Um, I am, again, Dr. Watts. I am a mental health therapist, a native right here in the Lansing Michigan area. Um, yes, I'm a native of Michigan and proud of it. So many of you will call that a Michigander. Um, with that being said, I am so very pleased to be in this space, this space that God has called me to for quite some time. And obviously we do things when, you know, the time is right. And um, right now the time is right. <laughs> so several months ago, I announced to the social media world that, you know, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. And um, so thank you to those who responded. Thank you to those who pushed me um, to this purpose. Thank you for those who follow me and, um, you know, take the advice um, given on each platform that I am on. I know that this is a calling. Many times people ask me, Dr. Watts, why and what made you go into therapy? Um, why are you a physical, I'm sorry, not a physical therapist. A funny part about that, I did work with physical therapists, the best team around um, for some years, physical therapists and occupational therapists, but I am a mental health therapist. So when people ask me that, like, what is the purpose? Like, what is your purpose? Um, and how did you know that this is what you were supposed to do? So I tell people something simple as this. I, this is not a job for me. This is not a career for me. This is a lifestyle for me. And so what pushed me into becoming a mental health therapist is I always tell the story, but let me tell the story first, because remember, this is moment of transparency and moment of just truth, um, where we all can kick back, lay back, have fun and talk about 
these conversations or topics or things that we see as, you know, um, a problem in society or within individuals overall. So for me, I can remember as a little girl um, with my, uh, my, I have two other siblings and my brother and my sister, but my sister and I, we used to call, we used to play this game and it was literally called, I named it, I, I believe I was a, the person who named it. Maybe not. Maybe it was my sister, but I'm going to take credit for it. But the, in this role, in the game that we played, it was called, we called, we named it business. And so in business, we would do any and everything. And that would look different each time that we met. But for me, I would play like this now that I know what it is, but like this doctor person who would be in, uh, you know, her white coat, you know, her little notebook and her, her um, pen and being so particular about meeting with a person. So not only did I have the pen, you guys, and the notepad, but I would literally sit down. I would have my, my siblings acting like a patient of mine. And so as they were a patient of mine, I was like, you know, tell me more, like basically tell me more. How can I help you? What can I do? Um, and I just figured out their life. I fixed their life in that moment. And so that made me more like, I think it developed character early on. So, but what I realized now as an adult is that it was a calling that God was calling me to. So <laughs> with that being said, I'm now a, a mental health therapist. Uh, my background is a clinical background of social work. Um, but with that degree, um, I was able to open up my own private practice. And so here I am, I'm in this area. I do treat within the area and surrounding areas as well. Um, and I'm ecstatic to be here with you guys. The name of my podcast is Mindful Moments. I welcomed you to Mindful Moments right when we started the film today. and. Mindful moments for me is talking about those things that is uncomfortable, talking about those things that, you know, those ideas and those feelings and emotions that may reside within your head. Um, and sometimes they may lie on your heart and you don't know how to exactly express what you're feeling. You don't feel like, okay, well, who can I talk to about this? crazy thought, which is a stigma word. And we'll talk about that on the episode, not today, but at some point, but a word, you know, who, who can I, who can I talk to about how I'm feeling? Who can I talk to about what I'm going through? Um, and, and to validate these feelings and to, you know, say, Hey, it's okay that I'm not okay today, you know, but this is how I'm feeling right now. So learning how to navigate out of that space in your mindset, sometimes it's hard to do, right? Because you don't know where to start. And so you're going to be able to do that with me right here because we're going to talk about it. And sometimes that's half the battle, you guys, is like, you know, we don't, we don't have anyone to talk to about it, right? We don't understand what we're going through. We don't know what we're feeling. We don't know what or how long this feeling is going to last and we don't know where to start we don't know which resource to tap into so i'm going to help you i'm going to give you resources and tools here on mindful moment podcast and let you know hey it's okay to have that thought but what's not okay is that people try to make you feel like a certain way because you feel a certain way if that makes sense okay and what i mean by people make you feel a certain way 
is simply that. Like sometimes people like to keep us in this like little box is what I call it. I call it a box and in this box, and I've used this parable many times, if, if you will, but I've used this and what I explain about the box, you guys, is that people have an idea of how they want us to operate. And as long as we do not identify that, hey, I'm not operating in my own way, they'll keep us right there, right? So that comes with self-identity and knowing that you are enough. And I have said these things many times, so I'm ecstatic, I'm ecstatic. I am so ecstatic to be here. And there's so much that we're going to dive into. So I'm not going to give you all of the eggs uh, today, but I want to talk about mental, mental health. I want to talk about mental health with you and what it is, what it looks like and the statistics um, in a manner of, so I pulled up some data related to like 2023. Um, and I know that it's much higher now. Um, however, but sometimes we don't even know what is mental health, right? People are using that word so like loosely, like they're just using it. And sometimes it's like, it's sad for me to see because I'm like, people really have mental health issues. Do we know what this really includes for someone? Do we really know what their battles and struggles are, right? So first I'm going to define what mental health is. Mental health includes our emotional psychological and social well-being. Again, it includes our emotional, our psychological and social well-being, right? What is that? That's pretty much like everything, our mental state, how we behave, how we respond, how we react and what we think and what we feel. It affects how we think, how we feel and how we act. What are we demonstrating, right? It also helps us to determine how we will handle and relate to others, how we will handle stress, different stressors that we have to deal with from day to day. I was just having a conversation with, you know, my husband, actually, who is like my number one, one supporter. Um, and he will be on the show at some point. But today I just kind of wanted to do like a little intro type of thing with you all. But, you know, I was talking, speaking with my husband, I told my husband, you know, it is so sad that like we go to the grocery store you guys and i mean how many can you know meet me where i i'm, I'm going to give you this example right like how many of you can understand what i'm about to say so what i was telling him is like babe like you can't even go to like your local mcdonald's or you know grocery store or you know anywhere in the community and and not deal with someone who struggles with a mental illness right so for people like me who have like this discernment or this clinical background or, you know, intuition per se about themselves, right? Like some people don't even understand like what's going on with the individual. So what happens if you don't understand, you don't show grace, you don't show grace or mercy on someone, right? You don't show them grace because you don't understand what their battles are or what they're going through. Okay, so hopefully that definition helps to helps you to understand that, hey, it, it looks different for everyone on top of that. Okay, 
So like, what is mental? Why is, why is this so important? Why is it so important, Dr. Watts? Why are we talking about this? Why is mental health important for your overall health? Let's talk about that a little bit because individuals don't understand that if your mental health status is not maintained, if it is not under control, if it is not being, you know, seen regularly, let me tell you by a professional, not your friend, not always your friend, not always your friend. Let me, let me, I, 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 let me go back because we have to find a safe place, right? But finding a safe place and finding a safe place in a reliable resource are two different things. Two complete different things. Mm -hmm. So what that means is we have to be very careful. We have to be careful. We have to be mindful, okay? Mental and a physical health are equally important components of your overall health. Let me give you an example. Depression increases the risk for many types of physical health problems, particularly Long-lasting conditions like diabetes. So if you struggle in that area, that's an opportunity to kind of dive a little bit deeper, right? But this can be an underlying condition or a heart disease and or stroke, okay? Similarly, the presence of chronic conditions can increase the risk of mental illness. So if you have either of these type of physical issues that you deal or struggle with, this can increase the risk um, of you having mental illness, a mental illness, you know, one or another, and everything looks different. Okay. Now, this is a question that a lot of my clients may ask or seek, you know, answers for because they feel that just because I have a mental health condition or I'm struggling mentally, which is another term that people use loosely a little bit without diving deep into it, but we, People ask, like, can, you know, can your, can my mental health change over time? Like, is this something that I'm going to struggle with for the rest of my life? That's a loaded question, right? And it looks different for everybody. And the reason that I say it looks different for everyone is because, primarily because, what are you doing related to your mental health status to help it, right? How are you coping? How are you handling it? Who are your support persons? Who are your support persons? Excuse me. Who's there for you? How, are you able to confide in someone and trust that, hey, they're going to give you the information that you need? Not just telling you something that you want to hear, but something that you need to hear, right? So it's important to find a reliable resource. God is the source, but he also allows for many people to help you professionally. And those are your doctors. Those are your therapists. Those are your, you know, social workers. Those are your, whatever it is that you need. Those are your um, experts in these different areas. Yes, it can change over time though, okay? Depending on what you're doing, it is important to remember that a person's mental health can change over time. Remember that. It can change depending on many factors though. When the demands placed on a, high per on a person um, exceed their resources and coping abilities, their mental health could be impacted. Keep that in mind. 
For example, I will give you an example and I will give you a lot of examples, okay? If someone is working long hours, caring for um, a relative or someone very close to you or someone that's experiencing an economic hardship, they may experience a poor mental health, right? So why did I use that as an example? Because many people do that. Many people say, hey, you know what? Let me do this. Let me do that. And then let me do that as well, <laughs> right? Because I have some yes peoples. How many people like watching this broadcast today are yes people, right? Yes people to me is like a person who says like, I can do it even when you don't have the capacity to do it because you're a people pleaser, another terminology, okay? No, it's okay to say no. So the nugget that I'm going to give you today, it's okay to say no. If you don't have the capacity to do it, then don't do it because you can't do it right now. A no is not a no forever, but it's definitely a no for right now. Okay? It's called creating boundaries. Creating boundaries, which is another topic we're going to talk about. Not today, but on the show at some point. Okay. How common are mental illnesses? Mental illnesses are among the most common health conditions in the United States. And some of the statistics that I'm going to give you today are literally from 2023. Okay. We're in 24, early in 24, but I know it's significantly higher, but we're going to rely upon this information because 23 is just what last year, right? A, a month ago, several months ago. Okay. So re know that here's a stat, a statistic, more than one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness. One in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness. So literally, yes, that could be you. So one, two, three, four, and then the fifth person struggles with the mental illness. Right? So identifiers, being able to understand this information is going to help you to understand that that person wasn't just upset or angry with you and their behavioral pattern was exacerbated for some reason or another. No, they kind of struggle. They may have, <clears throat> excuse me, an underlying condition. Okay. Another one, over one in five youth ages 13 to 18 either currently or at some point during their life, have had a seriously debilitating mental illness. That is one in five youth, ages 13 to 18. I'm gonna stay right there just for a second. What are we seeing, you all? What are we seeing in society today? We are seeing our youth, in a very devastating mindset, which leads them to do very devastating things to self and or others. Okay. It is real. And one in five of them may have a serious debilitating mental illness, such as PTSD. Depression is high and amongst the the youth population right now, okay? We have to keep these things in mind and we have to be attentive to their behaviors and what they're doing and dive deeper 
It is our obligation to dive deeper. If we can't do surface things anymore, although things are happening so abruptly anymore, we have to be sure that we dive deeper to make sure that this youth is okay, to make sure that your, your adult friend or cousin or brother or sister is okay. It's our obligation to do so, okay? About one in 25 U.S. adults lives with a serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, and major depression disorder, okay? You guys, mental illness is amongst us. We are in a mental health crisis, and there is not enough. There's not enough educators. There's not enough therapists or clinicians, but for those that are in this field, for those individuals who are not in the field even, and taking time to make sure that the next person is okay, thank you. I want to seriously say thank you from the bottom of my heart, from clinician to clinician, from clinician to person who is not a clinician. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I mean that because you saved someone's life. So thank you for being the change. What causes mental illness? What causes mental illness? This is another big question that comes up. And there is no single cause of mental illness. A number of factors can contribute to the risk of mental illness, such as, I'm going to give you some examples, okay? Meaning it can be many things. It could be adverse childhood experiences, such as trauma or a history of abuse, child abuse, sexual abuse, witnessing violence, or it can be experiences related to other ongoing chronic medical conditions such as cancer or diabetes. Those are some medical, some major medical chronic, uh, you know, diseases that individuals go through or conditions, excuse me. So keep that in mind as well. Okay. Some biological factors can even be a contributor or chemical imbalances in the brain, okay? So sometimes what that means is, is that sometimes the, the, the brain is not, um, it doesn't function or it's not wired, you know, the neurons and et cetera. So we get into the analogy of that um, in terms of how someone is, I'm gonna use the word wired per se, right? Like what, how is their thought? Like, and is this genetic? Did their parents struggle with this? You know, did their did the grandparents of the parents struggle with um, depression or schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder? Right. So we have to. It's always a why to the why. Understand that there is always a why to the why. Okay. It could also be use of alcohol or drugs. So recreational things that we are not supposed to get into. A lot of times can be caused, mental illness can be caused, you know, attached to that. Okay. So sometimes you may hear something even um, that uh, a mental illness is alcohol, it's alcohol induced like um, depression or in the health field, there was alcohol induced dementia. So there's different, you know, variants and different, different things here. Okay. So I just want to kind of enlighten you guys with a lot of these things, because these are things that no one really talks about. This is the why to the why, the why to the how, the how to the what. And then the conclusion, where do we go from here? So having feelings of loneliness or isolation is another thing. OK, some stats here. Right. So I like to talk about 
um, you know, there's some myths as well. Um, and a myth is that mental health issues can't affect me. Well, you know, they, they can. One in five American adults experience a mental health condition in, in a given year. One in six young people have experienced a major depressive episode. One in 20 Americans have lived with a serious mental illness such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depression. So we have to be careful for those things that are true and for those things that are not true. Okay. So just to, you know, end up the little stats about, um, or the, you know, stats, statistics, and things that we've spoken about today, you guys, about mental health. And I hope that it was helpful. Let's talk about just a little bit, some statistics of 2000 mental health statistics in 2023. Okay. Adults ages 35 to 44 also experienced the highest increase in mental health diagnosis. The highest. 45% reported a mental illness in 2023 compared with 31% in 2019. Listen at that statistic, okay? It is definitely trending up. So again, like I said, we're in a mental health crisis. We are in a mental health crisis, okay? Although adults ages 18 to 34 still reported the highest rate of mental illness in, um, at 50% in 2023, and that stat was given in no November 1st, 2023, okay? So it's important to know your statistics. It's important to know, you know, the details related to it. It's important to know individuals are individual, you know, and not to judge someone based upon what they go through not to judge someone based off of them not based up based off of them having a lack of resource because they don't know where to start they don't know what it is they don't know where it started how it started and all of a sudden years later they're dealing with this thing right they're dealing with this thing that they may call you know sadness or i can't get out of bed that might be depression Oh, I haven't gotten out the bed. I haven't showered. I haven't really eaten or anything like, well, that may be like chronic depression, right? Or I come to church today or to my work today and, you know, I'm putting on this smile, but dying on the inside, literally, because I feel that sense of hopelessness. Or maybe they're not smiling at all today. I encourage you and I challenge you to make sure make sure that you are attentive to your surroundings attentive to those who you love attentive attentive to those who you call friends you know those that you work with understand that just because someone smiles every day doesn't mean that they don't have a story everyone has a story everyone has a story what's yours what's your story Thank you so much for being here with me today. Again, on Mindful Moments Podcast, we are going to explore and go deep into detail, conversations that you wanted to have, things that you know may be unanswered, or just that thought that's just in your head that won't go away, and you don't know where or how to release it, okay? So this is where you're going to be able to do that. And I talk to y'all like y'all my family. You are my family. I don't want this to be 
Yeah, it might look formal and pretty where I am and whatnot, but this is an informal conversation. We are letting it out. We are being transparent. We are being ourselves. And I don't want you to be afraid to be yourself on Mindful Moments with Dr. Watts. I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. I want this space to be a space where you feel comfortable. I want this space to be a space where you are informed. I want this space to be a space where you can ask your questions and feel that they are going to be answered in a, um, a timely fashion. I'm busy, but my purpose is you, right? My purpose is to make sure that you get all that you can get out of this show. All right, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to um, be on this call in this in this part of my journey. Um, I'm just excited. I'm overwhelmed with joy. Um, and we're going to talk about, like I said, a lot of tough topics, some that relates to myself and some of the things where, um, you know, even I, I was I struggled a little bit, you know, even after having my recent baby. So I, I'm excited to talk about it, who is now eight months and he is amazing and God sent. So I am happy, my husband and I both, and we cannot wait to dialogue with you here on Mindful uh, Moment Podcast. And here we go. Let's have a mindful conversation. I love each of you. Um, and I'll be back. I'll be back next Sunday. See you guys. Thank you.